Hello, sunshine. Hello, sunshine. Hello, sunshine. Gotta make hay while the sun shines. What's this? This is Hello, Sunshine. What if by sharing our stories, we could change the world? Welcome to Hello, Sunshine. Hello, everyone. Sophia Bush here again. And this is, and especially you, stories for all of us. Today's episode is about being brave and finding our voices. You ready? Let's get into it. You know, when I was a kid, a lot of the world seemed black and white. Good and bad, right and wrong. You get the picture. I thought that being brave was something you either were or weren't. Something scary would happen and how you reacted in the next instant determined whether you were a brave person or a total scaredy cat. There's a fire and you rush in to rescue your neighbor. That's bravery, right? But having a difficult conversation with a coworker, well, that's not brave. Or is it? I think of Glennon Doyle as an expert in exactly this. Bravery in the face of tough decisions we have to make every day. She's brave in her faith and her bare-all essays about motherhood. She's been brave in her recovery from addiction, brave in sharing her story about divorce from her husband, and brave in sharing her love story with her wife, the great Abby Wambach. On tour, she went on stage with Abby to share some stories and thoughts about courage and finding our voices as young girls and as grown women. And of course, it really connected the dots for me and for so many women in the audience about our own experience. When I listen to Glennon, I always find myself nodding, you know, just mm-hmm-ing the whole time. And when I'm not mm-hmm-ing, I'm belly laughing because she's so real about it all. So let's settle in for some of her truth and share some good laughs. So, okay, we've got two kids. We've got three kids. We've got three kids. Three. Crushing parenting Crushing it right so here. Far. Crushing it. So we've got three kids for sure. Okay, three kids. One's a boy and two are girls. Okay, until they tell us different. Okay, so so that's actually really important, folks. Right. That's good, Glennon. Thank you, baby. So the two girls, the middle one, her name is Tish. She is is very much like me. Bless her heart. She is very sensitive, very, she has all the feelings. She cares the most amount, okay? Um, And then Emma is the third. So she was the last one. I was really good at parenting the first two. But with her, I just, like, she came out and I was like, here's an iPad, Godspeed. (laughs) You know? So Emma is what we call independent, Um, which is just another word for on her own. All right, so so the cool thing about that is that she's a total badass, right? She's just this like fierce little whirling dervish thing of, I don't know. Um, And so recently we, actually not recently, a few years ago, the both girls decided that they wanted to get their ears pierced. So I was like, cool, we'll go. So we went to the little piercing pagoda thing at the mall. And so we get there and Emma is like so pumped like she always is and she just like runs and jumps in the chair and she's like, give it to me! She's like four years from a felony, we're sure. So she, the lady like puts the two guns at the same time in her ear, just bam, and she's like, yes! And um, 
she jumps off the chair, and Tish is watching this whole thing go down, and she's just like, oh, hell no. <laughs> right? So she looks at me, and she says, Mom, um, no thank you anymore. So um, I'm just going to wear clip-ons, okay? So I was like, okay, that's great, that's great. But then this weird thing happened, which is that all the women at the piercing pagoda started saying to Tish, oh, honey, be brave, be brave. Come on, be brave like your sister. And it was so upsetting to me, and I figured out why on the, on the way home. Um, bravery is not what we think it is. It's not what we're putting on memes all the time now, okay? I don't think brave means feel the fear and do it anyway. Okay, so we tell our little kids that, right? When they're little, we're like, brave is when you feel scared and you just do it anyway. But the thing is, these kids are going to turn 15. Think about it, okay? You want to send them out at night and be like, okay, honey, get in that car, get in that car with all those people. And then tonight, what I want you to do is if you feel any feelings, ignore them and do it anyway. Right? That can't be right. Right? If it's not true all the way through, it's not true. Okay, so what I think happened there is that both girls were really brave. Because what brave means is looking inside yourself, finding yourself, finding your voice, finding your desire, and saying it out loud. Okay? Both, both girls were brave because Emma looked inside herself and said, hell yes. Tish looked inside herself and said, hell no. And they both spoke it out loud. And I would argue that Tish was the braver one because she spoke her desire, even when everybody else was saying, no, 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 do it, do it, do it, do it. Right? So the question is then, where do we lose that? Like, those girls both knew what they wanted. They looked inside, they found their voice, and they said it. Where do we lose that? Okay, I think I figured this out recently. So our son, which is the other child, he's, he's like... He's, he's walking, but not he's driving. 15. Okay. <laughs> walking, but not driving is the zone we're in in our house. <laughs> but there are three of them, and their age changes every year, and I am not going to try that. Okay? <laughs> so... So, um... Yeah, so he has all these friends over, okay? They're teenagers. And um, there's like a bunch of them in the back room. They're all watching a movie. And the, the girls are all like sitting in tidy, tidy piles on the floor like this, you know, making themselves as small as possible. And the boys are like this on the couch, you know? And I walk in and I say, okay, you guys, who's hungry? Is anybody hungry? Okay, now I need you to pay close attention because this is what happens. The boys, they don't take their eyes off the screen. And they all yell, yes. Okay, so I want you to note what has happened here. Okay, the boys have looked inside. They have heard a question asked. They have looked inside their own selves. They asked their own bodies, are you hungry, buddy? And the body has said yes. And then that yes has come out their mouth. Okay, so hold that, put a pin in it. The girls do something completely different. Okay, the girls are silent at first. Then they take their eyes off the screen and they start looking at each other's faces. Okay? And then, in some kind of magical telepathy, <laughs> they silently elect a spokesgirl. 
Okay. Said silently elected braided spokesgirl gathers the information from the eyeballs of all the girls, internalizes it, turns toward me and says, no thank you, we're fine. All happens in five seconds, okay? And that's when I was like, oh my God, that's what happens, okay? Girls, boys are taught to look inside themselves, look for their desire, look for their feelings, and say them. Girls are, are, are told to be silent at first, then look around, gather consensus, gather permission, and then speak as a collective, right? So girls forget how to know when we learn how to please. And I think that a lot of the problems in our world are happening right now because girls, women, do not trust their own voices. Well, how, how do we figure that out? Like, how do we find it? Where is it? What do we do? <laughs> So the best way I know how to do it is, I just have to tell you this quick story. So um, recently I was watching this show. It's about, it's called like Survivor Man or something. It's about this man who goes outside on purpose. Okay, so right away I'm like, this is so brave. I walked in and I was like, what in the hell are you watching? It was so intense. So he goes out into the woods and then not only does he go into the woods on purpose, but he gets lost on purpose. And, and it's very sweaty and he's like about to die and he doesn't have any food. So the point is that he's trying to teach his audience, if you get really lost in the woods, your main goal is to be found somehow, okay? Because you're not making your own way out. So your main goal is to be found. This, my ears perked up when he said that because I feel like I'm always lost in the woods and I need to be found. So, and I'm always looking for metaphors. So he says, he says, okay, the best way to up your chances of being found is that you have to identify a touch tree. Okay, and what a touch tree is like the biggest tree that you can find and you locate it and then every day you can go off, you can go adventure, you can go explore, but every single day you have to come back to that touch tree and that will keep you from getting too far gone, from getting lost. Okay, I have to tell you that the only touch tree in my life, the one thing that I can come back to over and over again to find the truth, is myself in the quiet, is myself in the stillness. The thing that we avoid with all the things, right? We avoid stillness and quiet in ourselves with all the food and with all the booze and with all the sex and with all the shopping and with all the snark and with all the hate and with all the, you know, every time now when we feel our aloneness bubble up, what do we do? We say, you know what I need to do? I need to check on that guy I knew in second grade and see how his vacation to Bermuda is going. <laughs> right? It's like anything to avoid ourselves in the quiet because that's where the truth is, right? I had this little snow globe when I was little and you'd shake it up and shake, shake it up and then when the snow settled, there was this red, amazing, shiny, but kind of scary dragon in the center of it. Okay, that's what stillness is. It's letting all of the snow settle down so that you can figure out what the next dragon is you have to slay. 
right? And that's why we don't want to do it because it's always something hard, right? When we get really still, that's when the truth comes that, you know, the four glasses of wine aren't to take the edge off anymore. Or that relationship is broken and it's never going to be fixed. Or I have to leave this job. Or actually, I do have to go back to school. Or I have to leave this marriage. Whatever it is, it's there waiting for us. And we can avoid it by keeping the, the snow globe shaken up, but then we never become the people we were meant to be. Right? So what I will tell you is that I don't know. I never know what I need. I get lost in the woods at least once a day. But every time I return to myself in the quiet, what I need is there. When I was in my 20s, what I needed in the stillness when I was trying to get sober was that I needed to learn how to feel every single one of my feelings, anger, rage, um, doubt, unbelonging, shame, all of those feelings that I was sure would kill me, which is why I kept them covered up with booze. I needed to learn that I could sit in that pain of, of those feelings in the stillness and that not only would they not break me, but they would make me, right? And in my 30s, I had to, in my 30s, after I learned I could, I could, I could um, handle my feelings, in my 30s, I had to learn that, that in the stillness is where my intuition is. In my 30s, I learned to stop looking out here and to start looking in here, right? Because the truth is that all of us, every time we say we don't know what to do, so we ask all our friends and we read, the, we take the BuzzFeed quizzes and we do all the things, we are um, constantly asking people for directions to places they've never been. Because you are the only one who's ever lived your life with your particular circumstances and your pain and your future and your people. You're the only, you're a pioneer. There are no maps, right? And when we ask out there, we're looking for a map when really what we need to do is look inside for the GPS that will send us the next right thing and then the next right thing and then the next right thing all the way home. So, so what I think is recently I was writing about bravery and while I was writing, somebody sent me a text. So I immediately went to my phone because I will do anything to avoid writing, okay? And I picked up the, the text and it was a, a friend who'd sent me a little screenshot of something she was reading and it was, it was literally a quote that said, bravery, what is bravery? Bravery is not being afraid of yourself, right? It's sitting with that enough to, to feel your feelings and trust them and use them to feel your desire and trust it and not listen to the world that tells you that women's desires are bad because they're not. I travel around the world. I talk to women. I know what women want. What women want is good and beautiful. And if women went for what they want, these, this world would become so much fairer and so much more just and so much more gorgeous and so much more peaceful. Yes, 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 yes. There is so much here, but I just want to say, sweet Tish, you are so brave for saying no to getting your ears pierced and holding your ground. So often, especially as kids, we're given one version of how we should be. Well, this way is brave. This is the right way. But there is no right way, is there? We don't know the right way for anyone else but ourselves. So when I think about Glennon's daughter, Tish, I just think what a courageous thing for a child to know herself enough and listen to herself, to her inner voice, to say, actually, I don't want that. And nobody is going to make me do that, especially in a room full of adults who theoretically know more than you and who you're supposed to look up to and trust. Hold on to that, Tish. We're back next week to talk about defining your own identity. 
Here's a sneak peek from one of our storytellers, Sabrina Jalees. And I just like, I was feeling super philosophical, you know, and I held her belly. She was eight months pregnant and I was like, babe, this pregnancy is so easy. If you like what you're hearing here at, and especially you, visit us on all the socials at Hello Sunshine and at Together Live Events. You can come say hi to me at Sophia Bush. And please make sure to rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps new people find our show and hear these stories. On this episode of And Especially You, you heard from Glennon Doyle and me. I'm Sophia Bush, and I'm so excited you're taking this journey with me, with all of us, so bravely. Thanks for being here. And Especially You is a production of Hello Sunshine by Together Live. Our podcast producer is Sarah Pellegrini.